ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. One can 
Let's give it up for the Lord. Amen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for this special moment where we have the opportunity to hear the voice of our pastor. Amen. The voice of our pastor is equally very significant. And ladies and gentlemen, I believe that a life is going to be changed this morning. Every need is going to be met this morning. All you need to do is allow yourself to receive the word of God and let the word of God affect you. Ladies and gentlemen, I will not waste your time. Help me welcome to this pulpit our Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Lord, 
Can you clap your hands? Beautiful. What a service. I've enjoyed it so far. How many of you have enjoyed God's presence so far? It's a powerful time. And this morning, I want to welcome you to church. And before we take our seats, I want us to pray for souls. I like your hand clap. I like your hand clap. Maybe we need to put a notice at the gate or at the junction and announce that the Makane Church International is a soul winning church. Is so that you are not confused, you are not disappointed, your expectations are not cut short. This is a soul winning church. That is how we receive our blessings. Amen. God anoints his servants with different emphases, with different anointings. Some anointings are for pregnancies. Some anointings are to break firstborn cases. And it's an anointing. Firstborns. (laughs) Some churches are for twin pregnancies. Some are for governmental leadership that they raise assemblymen and MPs and DCs and the Bible talks about diversities of gifts and it's God who puts all this in the heart of a pastor announcements I don't have twin pregnancy anointing neither do I have Visa anointing. If you want to be an assemblyman in this church, the way to be an assemblyman in this church is to win souls for God. And we need assemblymen, we need DCs. I would like to have an MP in this. Why not? You know, if you want to be an MP, let us know. We will back you. Yeah. But we will, 2024. Yes. But we will only support you if you bring six VIP buses of souls. With souls. With souls. Then we will lend our support. Then we will be sure that you are a Christian. Yes, we'll be sure that the kingdom of God is on your heart. But ladies and gentlemen, next week is going to be a very, very important week. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And all of us are getting involved. All of us are stepping out of our world. 
All of us are going beyond our borders. Yes. That's why our sister sang the song, Each One Can Reach One. And we want to pray ahead of them that God's spirit, the angels, the presence of God will garner them before we go to gather them. That God's power will touch their hearts. Yes, Lord. That before we bring them here, they will be ready souls. Hungry for salvation. Hungry to know the Lord. Hungry to experience Jesus. So I want us to lift up our hands if you can. We want to lift up our voices. And let's pray. Pray for the souls you are bringing. Pray for the friends you are bringing. Prepare them, Lord. Prepare them, Lord. That God will use us. So by the time the devil comes Mm. to fail us and Mm. use us, we would already be full. We would already be failed. Because Satan is using people. people. I'm not talking about we smokers or sexy dancers. He's using Christians Mm. in churches. To fight their own churches that they are in. But I believe that the devil will not get you. Amen. And how will he not get you? When he comes, the Bible says that the enemy gets those who, when he comes, he finds them empty, swept, neat. You know, I would have thought that the devil will come to the people who are dirty. You know, evil, corrupt, not proper Christians who don't read their Bibles. Mm. But the Bible says that when he comes, he Mm. finds the place swept clean. Swept clean. There's no evil in them. They are neat. They have thrown away the former boyfriend. Mm. 
they are not Clean. betting they are not betting again Clean. they are not doing anything bad they are, they are, but the problem is that they are empty, empty. empty. You see, they are not occupied so we are praying that God will occupy us Amen. that none here no student here will be Jesus. too busy to be used by Jesus. God no housewife here will be too busy to be used by God Amen. I mean you can't be too pregnant to win a soul for God hello Hi. Yeah, you, you can't be too busy to be used by God so we are praying we are saying Lord next week 16th Use me. Use me. Just use me. Use me. I am making myself available. Use me. Use me. Use me. For once. Use me. To do something. Use me, Lord. That changes a life. Use me, Lord. That touches a destiny. Use me, Lord. That affects a person. Use me, Lord. Let's pray and ask the Lord to use us next week. Ask him to use you. Ask him to use you. Ask him to use, use yes, Lift your hands and surrender to God and say, Lord, use me. Use me. Use me, Lord. Yes. Use me. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Use me, Use me, Lord. Lift your hands if you can. Use me. Use me. Lift your Use me to bring a soul. Strengthen my hand. Put the burden in me. Give me a burden, Lord. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Use me, Jesus. Use me. Pray.
things we do for us, for you are not in vain. Father, prove yourself to us that you are not only a God who notices fornication and pornography and stealing, but you also notice it when we do something great for you. When we win a soul. When we touch a life. When we do something great for you. Reward us. Bless us. And increase us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you. You may please be seated. I want to welcome you to church this morning. This morning, God has something to say to us. Is anyone expecting God to say something to you as a Christian? You're expecting God to say something to you? Say, Master, speak. Your servant heareth. Say, Master, speak. Thy servant heareth. Hallelujah. Now, let's bow our heads and pray. Father, we pray that the entrance of your word will bring us illumination, revelation, guidance, and insight into the matters of this life. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, this morning, I want to finish off quickly with just a point. Last week, I was sharing with you from our yellow book, and slowly, I'm coming to the end of this book. This book is the most used book in the UD. This book. It's a very special book to me. And last week, I began to teach from the 10th chapter. And the topic was grow as a new believer 
by fellowshipping regularly. Amen. Was that not what I taught last week, Sunday? Grow. How many of you want to grow? Well, well, you must desire to grow. Yes, you must desire to go deeper and do more. If you don't grow, it means you are not normal. If you don't grow as a Christian, it means you are sick. If you don't grow as a Christian, it means it is just a matter of time. You will die. Because it is not normal not to grow. It's not normal. It's normal to grow. It's normal to grow. It's normal to grow as a Christian. It's normal to go deeper. The Bible says the path of the just is like a shining light that shines more and more. You must grow. It's normal. So fight to grow as a Christian. Fight to grow as a Christian. Don't accept stagnation as a normal part of your life. It's not normal. Backsliding should not be fashionable. It is right and proper for you to grow. Grow. You must grow. And there are many things the Bible teaches us to do to grow. One of them is that you grow by fellowshipping. And I taught extensively from this chapter. But there's one point I did not talk about. That will help you to fellowship regularly. Because some of us don't fellowship regularly. Your fellowship is irregular. And if that is your life, you think of it. What is it? That if you do irregularly, you will do well in it. Not school. Can you imagine a student who goes to school irregularly? A student. I mean, do you think he will pass his exam? No. Even those who are going every day are struggling. And you today, twice a week, next week, once a week, the following week you are not there, then you, are, you appear three times a week. I mean, as a, those who are there Monday to Friday are struggling. Can you think of setting up a company and you go to the office irregularly? It must be a front for something behind the company. If that is really the work you are doing, your real work you are doing that, you, that is going to give you money to pay your rent, take your children to school, it can't be that you will be going there anyhow. No. So, regularity is a very important condition to do well. Regular. You'll do well. Anything that is irregular 
or done irregularly reveals how important how unimportant that thing is to you and it also reveals how you are not going to do well in it that's I, i'm trying to think of something that you you, you, you do irregularly I, I can't think of anything you pay your children's school fees irregularly periodically you just once a while you pay and then you vanish your children will be sacked last week I told you if your heart beats irregularly you are you are you are you are dying you are dying so I pray that we will not be irregular church attendees I pray that you'll be regular. Very important. Say, I'll be regular. I'll be regular. The next thing we saw, we saw in fact, that was the second point. That was the point I taught. And the second thing, if you want to fellowship regularly, if you want to, if you want to grow as a Christian, is to make friends and move closely with other Christians. Make friends and move closely with other Christians. That, that's a point I want to make before I move to the, to the next topic. If you are here, you must have friends here. If you are here and your friends are in central gospel church. You have no friend here. Or your friends are in Methodist. You won't grow. My advice to you is to go to Methodist and be with your friends. there. Very important. Because you don't grow. You see, the, God said it is not good for a man to be alone. Some of you are in this church, but you are isolated. It's not a good thing to be among a crowd and still be isolated. Why I am worried for you is that you are the next antelope the lion is about to eat. The animals lions cannot get to eat are the animals that are together. Bound together. So, so, so I'm just saying that you can be in this crowd and not have a friend. Close to 40 years ago when I gave my life to Christ. I mean, I didn't know all these things, but looking back, that's what has kept me. Because my friends were with me. They were with me in the church. We were together. We were together. We were together. I mean, I cannot imagine how you are here, you are in this church, and you don't have a friend here. You know, which is the reason why we have centers, bacentes, groups, dancers. I mean, these guys who are dancing together, it's a bunch of friends. 
Yes, if you try, I mean, if you like, don't come to church next week. They will chase you. But they will hunt you down. If you are alone, nobody will be involved in your life. So one of the ways we grow by fellowshipping is to have friends. Friends in the church. The Bible gives us a reason why it is important not to be alone. One, one of the many reasons is that so that when you fall, there will be someone to be by your side and lift you. That alone should end the discussion. That when you are weak, there will be someone by you to strengthen you. There is no superman in the kingdom of God. All of us are together. That's why last week I taught iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron. So, so, so what God is telling us today is that join a group. Join a group. Psalm 122 verse 1. Leads me to a question. I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. There are many things in this verse, but the one thing I want to pick from the many things I see in this verse one is that one of them is that David was called by some people apparently who were with him in the same church. Now, my question is that if you don't come to church, who will call you? Some of us have arranged ourselves in such a way that nobody relates with you. Sometimes it's because you feel that you are rich. Like the the people around you are not in your class. Or your level of education is higher than the rest. There are many reasons why people are alone. It's like, you see, sometimes we start it with our children. We don't allow our children, even in the safe church, to play with other children because they are from gravel pits and Ghana flag. And you are from where? I don't know. Where are you from anyway? Mention where you are from. Airport Hills. Nonsense. Polo Heights. You keep going to your heights. You go, who are you? Many of the people in those heights are just lonely people depressed in their heights. Let's relate. Let's mix. You are not too big. It's by the grace of God you are in Polo Heights. Come down and relate with those of us from Ghana flag. Can you ask your neighbor? May I please know who your friends are in this church? I've stopped preaching. Now ask. Ask three people to give you a list.
Do you have a friend here? Where do you live? Oh, are you a Ghanaian? You're not a Ghanaian. You just came to visit Ghana. Or you are going. Are, are you here? Okay, where? Do you know the area? Okay, is, is, is it near? Are, are, I mean, what do they do in the area? Is it, are there drinking bars in the area? Is it far from here? You, did you walk to church or you, you drove your car? You, tro, tro. Okay. So how can I help you? I want to give you a friend. Okay, this is your friend. He's called William. So he, he will take your number after church and call you. Okay. But, but in case you also want a lady as a friend, I've, I've got a lady. Please come. Yes. Please come. That's, yes. Friend. That's that's your friend. She'll call you and visit you. Yes, but if, if you want a beloved, she's not available. But just your friend. She, she's called Abba. Okay. Uh, oh, that's, there was even one here. I didn't see. There's one here. Yes. Uh, she's, she's a no nonsense woman. This is a nice. That's why I called her nice. But this one, if, if you, she, she, I mean, don't try. Don't try your things. <laughs> Say I'll make friends in the church. Abba. I was glad. So you must make friends. You must have friends. Don't be in the crowd, in the choir, and be unfriendly. We, we, we have got a lot of unfriendly sisters here. Okay, so today, today the work is that before you leave church, you must have the phone number of someone you have never seen, never spoken to, male or female. Is it a deal? Is it a deal? Will you do it? Anyone, just, I, 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 I see you in church, but I don't know you, your name. What's your name? My name is this. Can I have your number? I'll call you. Two people. So today we are doing two for Christ. Say two for Christ so that you can grow as a Christian. I was expecting you to clap your hands for Jesus. So, sir, will you do it? Yeah, find someone whose number is not on your uh, phone. What's the name of that thing? That list? I- inbox. Uh, uh, what contact list? Yes, I say inbox. <laughs> And don't feel too big, you know. What's, 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 what's Legon Hills? What is Legon Hills? The people who come to church in Trotro are far happier than those who are in air-conditioned cars come to church. Ah! Madina Station. I mean, that's the happy, that's the happy spot. They see them in the air-conditioned cars. They are just depressed and not happy. Husband and wife, they just air-conditioned quarrels. Air-conditioned quarrels. If you want happiness, Kappa. La Baolishi Station. La Baolishi Station. Yes. So the fact that you have bought a car with AC doesn't mean that you can't relate with me. I come on a bus. No. Do you know the happiness on the bus? The, the ride from the area, La Baolishi to church, very miseric. 
You know, so don't, don't bring your leg on heights. At like at what? West Villaggio Apartments. Villaggio. I don't want to say something in English. I don't want to say something in English. A lot of all this, a lot of evil spirits. Go to Jamestown. They are happy. They, they are happiness. Not that they are happy. They are happiness. Ask your neighbor, will you make friends today? Today is two for Christ. Clap your hands for Jesus. Now, today, the next chapter is chapter 11. Just touch and go. But it is, it's just 12 chapters. And I've been teaching this for six months. It's been six months. It's the most tired book in the UD, this particular book. Yes. So I'm guarding it. Just guarding it. The day I want to raise funds for something, I'm going to sell it for $5,000. Yeah. It's very anointed. So you can come for it. <laughs> it, it, it it's filled with something. It's filled with something. So, um, today I want to just talk about chapter 11. It says, develop the art of witnessing and soul winning. And I think it's coming very timely. Since next week, against next week, against next week. You know, I've not jumped any chapter. I've not. I'm just moving from page to page. You see, and if you are a Christian, you need to develop. And there are how many points? One, two, three, four points. That will help you to develop. Yes, I like it here. Can you see there? Develop the art of witnessing and soul winning. And, and I like this point because this church, this particular church, this is what we do. Any, any branch of the UD whose pastor is a real son of Bishop Daggyward Mills will be into soul winning. And as we do the soul winning, we'll get pregnant. I said, the pregnancy will come. The twins will come. Last week, a woman gave birth to nine children. A Malian woman gave birth to nine children. Nine. Beautiful. I'm not talking about a Malian rabbit. A Malian human being. Nine at a go. All her problems are solved with more problems. <laughs> All the problems are solved. Plus what? More children. Henry, would you like to have nine children? Your wife should have nine children. Judith, would you like to have nine children? It's, it's a blessing. And the children are very well. And the man is very happy. 
I saw him in a picture with his wife. They are very happy. Nine. You see the children lying there. Beautiful. What do you need from God? A visa? What is it God cannot do? But he has reserved a lot of his blessings are reserved for soul winners. Look, 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 look. If you are a born again Christian, I want to tell you, develop it. Develop this art. You must know how to do it. And you must do it. You can't be a child of God who is quiet. It's wrong. It's, it is inappropriate. It doesn't mix. It doesn't match. It, is, it, it makes you clear and straight. It's not on. You are not real. You are a stranger to God. He won't have much to do with you. I'm telling you. Whether you are 10 years in Christ or 2 months or 2 days, I'm just saying that in this work, in this kingdom, God, his children are like Jesus Christ. The son of man, 19 verse 10, look, has come to seek and to save that which was lost. It must be on your mind. We will dance, we will sing, we will, we will, we will, we will uh, uh, buy houses. We will buy cars. We will travel to Togo. We will do all the things we have to do. But you need to seek and save the lost. If your activities as a Christian do not include thinking of the lost and like like the salvation of the lost, you are not a real Christian. You are not a real Christian. And you can be around and you are not real. The true sons and daughters of God have this as their mandate. So if you don't know how to do it, learn it. Because the relationship you are in requires that you do this. There are many relationships when we enter them we are bound by the, by, the, by the expectations within that relationship to learn to do something. I mean, if you are a wife, you must learn to keep a home. Learn it, how to keep a home. When anybody comes to the house and the house is shabby and dirty, they don't think about the husband. They think, well, what type of woman is in charge of this house? So when you are a lady and you, you are not married, you don't have a beloved, and in your room where you sleep, like this morning, if we go to where you came from, it's like a, a place which has been bombed. When you marry, you are, going to, you, you are going to be a problem. Yes. Some of you have got, a, there's a huge bag in your room with panties unwashed. I shouldn't say it because I'm preaching from the Bible. A 
and even at least six or five of you have, have recycled one or one or two of those panties that you have brought to church. I shouldn't say it, mommy. I mean, I'm a, I'm a reverend, so I shouldn't speak like that. You are lying. I was, I'm saying that when you enter relationships, you are expected to keep. If it's marriage, there are things you must do. If it's sometimes depending on the man. I mean, I was watching a, 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 a documentary. Some very, very I mean, expensive people. The woman said she doesn't know how to cook. Oh, she's married with children. She doesn't know how to make food. Because there's, there's a chef there. Uh, yeah, a chef from Singapore. This is not food. But I mean, some of us, if you, if you we are married to you, of Singapore, me, I, I mean, chef from Singapore, but even me, where have, you, where have I traveled to? That should bring a chef from Singapore. <laughs> I should bring a chef. It, me, me, the man, where, where, where have I been to? So, so depending on the relationship, there are things to do. So if at this time of your life, you have got panties in a bag you have not washed, and you are wearing polka dots. It's not right. I'm saying change. It's not right. When we marry you, we expect the house to be nice. How I wish we could project the rooms of some ladies here this morning. You mentioned that is Benice's room. That is Lizzie's room. Kai. Kai. So in our relationship with God, ours is not keeping a home. Ours is not washing anything. In our relationship with God, you are expected to know how to win a soul. It's a must. You cannot, you can't. You can't be in a relationship with God and you don't win souls. It's not on. God doesn't like it. It's one of the first things he expects of you to be able to win a soul. He needs you. He sends you. Jesus Christ sent his disciples. He's sending you. Like I'm sending you to town. Next week, bring them. You must know how to let somebody follow you. Number one, number the, point, the first point. We must tell our friends about what has happened to us in Christ. That's the first point. We must tell our friends about what has happened to us in Christ. Your friends may come to know Christ because of your testimony. That's number one. You must say, I must. It's not an option, baby. You must tell somebody about Jesus. Has something happened to you? Have you experienced a change? You must tell somebody. Did I sing a song like that? I must tell somebody. Can't keep it to myself. I gotta go out and tell somebody, baby. Can't keep it to myself. Can't keep it to myself. I gotta go out and tell somebody. Gotta keep it to myself. 
Somebody's love, somebody's dying. Can you keep it to myself? Tell somebody else that you got to know Jesus loves himself. Can't keep it to myself. Gotta go out and tell somebody. Online, can't keep it to myself. Next week, if you are in Brazil watching, you must invite some people to come online. Next week, we are having an outreach. Come on. Can keep it to myself. Gotta go out and tell somebody. Can keep it to Don't keep it to yourself. Don't be selfish. Can keep it to myself. Gotta go out and tell somebody can keep it to myself. Somebody's lost, somebody's dying. Can't keep it to myself. I've gotta tell somebody else for they got to know Jesus loves them so. We all have friends. Sing it there. Cry, cry, cause they don't even know. Come on. There's a God who is willing to help them bear the load. Stand up and sing it, they my don't dear. Know You'll do it. That he cares. Turn, turn he to them. We are all putting together. Turn and tell them. The darkest night. Yes, do it. How will they find out? There's a God above who really understands and he can mend broken hearts. Oh, he can mend If he hearts. just give him a chance, I must go. You must go. You must go. Tell them. And let them know. Again, again, I can't keep it to myself. I can keep it to myself. I've got to go out and tell somebody. Can't keep it to myself. Somebody's lost, somebody's dying. Somebody's lost. Can't keep it to myself. Take your time. One go. Can't keep it to myself. I've got to go out and tell somebody. Can't keep it to myself. Somebody's lost, somebody's dying. Can't keep it to myself. I've gotta tell somebody else. For they've got to know that Jesus loves them so. We all have friends that cry and cry because they don't even know. There's a God who is willing. To help them bear the load. To help them bear they the load. Know they don't know that he cares. That he cares. And he can see you the must let them know. The because God cares. Night. You must tell them that God cares. How God loves. He's interested find. in you. You gotta go. There's a God above who truly understands. And he can mend. 
broken hearts. What's your problem? Has your beloved broken your heart? Has your business broken your heart? Has your church broken your heart? Has your pastor broken your heart? You can come to Jesus. Can heal it. I can keep it to myself. Come on. I've got to go out and tell somebody. Can keep it to myself. Somebody's love, somebody's dying. Can keep look, it look. to myself. Ask your neighbor honestly, why are you keeping it yourself? Ask him. Ask him. Why? Is there a problem? Why are you keeping it yourself? Why? You are busy. Oh, she is beloved. Those, so she has no time for Jesus now. Wow. Her heart is what? Occupied by a boy. Is it right? Should a Christian say this? John chapter 1 verse 43 John 1 look at it the day following Jesus would go forth into Galilee and find that Philip Jesus find that Philip and he said to him follow me you too must find someone he said what follow me how many of you want to be like Jesus? If Jesus found someone and told the person to follow him, you too can find someone. Look at what that person did. Who did Jesus find, by the way? What's the name of the gentleman? Philip. Verse 43, 44. Next verse. Now, Philip was of Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Next verse. Philip findeth Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and the prophets did write. Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus found Philip. And Philip found Nathanael. Clap your hands for Jesus. That's the Christian life. Has Jesus found you? And, 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 and prophet says that it is very important because your friends may come to know Christ because of your testimony. Don't be quiet. In John chapter 4 verse 28 The woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and said to the man 29 come and see a man which told me all the things I ever did is not this the Christ this woman had been sitting at a well with Jesus when she got up she went to town to tell others that I have met Jesus have you really met Jesus I doubt it You know, if you are not telling people about Christ, you yourself should know that perhaps you've not met him or you've forgotten about him or he's not important to you. 
Can I see a man? Is this not the, the crowd? Verse 30. Then they went out of the city and came to him. So there are people around Jesus. Not because angels dropped them, but because a woman who had met Jesus earlier on went and brought them. That is how we find people around Jesus. That is how. If you ever find people around Jesus, it means that someone went and brought them. So if it's your turn and you don't go, you are blocking the salvation of someone. Jump to verse 39. Look at it, verse 39. And many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him for the saying of the woman which testified, he told me all that I ever did. Many of the Samaritans came to believe on him because of the saying of the woman. This week, we are also going out to say to people, don't be quiet. You know, in many, many things that happen in life, silence gives you away as an enemy. I need to drop this and turn away. There are many things that go on. You know, silence is golden. Silence is golden. It's mature people who are silent. But there are certain instances silence is not golden. Silence is wickedness. There are times when we are gathering and you are silent, it means that you are a scatterer. There is hardly any neutral ground in the spirit. You are black or you are white. There's no gray areas. Your church is being attacked. Your pastor is being attacked and you are silent. It means that you never believed in the church or that something has twisted in your heart. I'm going there. When your pastor is under attack by rebels and you are posting pictures of your outreach. People have entered your house. They are slapping your mother. Pa! Pa! Booting your father. And you are posting pictures of your convention you are doing. It's in some way. It reveals that you are not with us. Who is not having conventions? Who is not doing outreach? Are you the only one preaching? Come around and look at us preaching here. There are two by four conferences you are doing. You are becoming a what, what conference. Stop it. Don't do that. It's not right. There are certain times 
being quiet gives you up. Now, the church is at war against the forces of evil. The church is at war. Not UD, not Lighthouse. The body of Christ is at war. Your silence reveals that you are part of the enemy's camp. You can't be quiet. No, no, no. There are many things. You see, there's nothing like a wisdom key that holds true every day and all the time. No, 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 no. no. There's a wisdom for a particular time. You can, there's not, there's no, there's no universal wisdom. In fact, there are certain places when you enter there, you shouldn't even reveal your identity that you are a Christian if you are wise. There's a place you speak. There's a place you make yourself known. You've gone to school, they must know who you are. But there are some places you must be quiet. You must be quiet because revealing your identity means something. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you heavy doses. I'm saying that there's nothing like one wisdom fits all. Life is not linear. Life is not. There is no linearity in life. You see in the Bible, Christ you say this today, you say this tomorrow. You say go and do outreach. Don't take a purse. Don't take shoes. Don't take money. Don't just go with fasting. The next thing he and he asked when you went, were you blessed? He said, We were blessed. I would have said from today, outreaches are done on an empty stomach. Outreaches, if you go on outreach, you must have only one pair of shoes. But Jesus said, Were you blessed? Were you happy? Did you win souls? He said, Yes. He said, Go again. This time. Take extra, take more of this, and even add the salt. Which is true. Which one is right? There is a wisdom for every situation. You need to know when to apply. Silence is not golden all the time. The Bible that says, Husband, love your wives, says that there's a time. If you will come after me, you must have the capacity to hate your wife. You don't use husband, love your wife all the time. The Bible says, honor your father. Hello? Honor your mother. And you must go home and honor her. Today we are honoring mothers. Is there a cake? We are going to cut a cake for mothers. They are important. God only made two people. Adam and Eve. The rest of the world was filled with mothers. So we must honor them. Mother. Father. Honor father. Recently, I honored my grandmother in her death. I honored it. 
There's a reason why people are blessed. It's not because they went to medical school. If you like go to medical school and see what will happen to you. Honor your father. Honor him. <laughs> but there's a time. He, if anyone comes after me and does not hate mother, father, brother, sister, children, wife, and yay, even his own self. To hate yourself. Anybody who hates himself is dangerous. Don't follow anybody who doesn't like himself. Because we do unto others as we want it to be done unto us. So you have met me. I hate myself. Don't expect much. We follow people who love themselves, who honor themselves so that you can get some of the honor. But there is a time you must hate yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm just saying to you that if you are a born again Christian, listening to me on the on the on the on your on your on your uh, tablet or your phone, your silence is dangerous. Got to tell someone. Jesus found Philip, and Philip found Nathaniel. There are certain people who will not be found by Jesus. They will be found by the people Jesus found. So if Jesus has found you, then you are supposed to find someone. So your silence means Nathaniel is going to hell and his blood will be on your hands. Stand to your feet. I've got to tell somebody else For they've got to know Jesus loves them so We all have friends Mark chapter 8 and verse 38 As you are standing Because the second point Put the second point up It is an important public declaration Dangerous That shows that you are not ashamed of Christ Before men Let's all read this point. One, go. I can't hear you. I beg you, I can't hear you. Can you please shout it? Number one, go. Again, that shows that you are not ashamed. When you don't declare publicly, your faith in Christ, it shows that you are ashamed before men. And Mark chapter 8, verse 38, it says, Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. You are ashamed of Jesus. On that day, when he comes and you stand before God and God will ask Christ, what do you say? But No, I don't know him. You know, I, I, I keep telling you 
And please listen online. I keep telling you that a lot of what God does for you is based on what you do to him. I'm, I'm, I'm discovering what it is that originates from God. God is the first you do me, I do you. You see, you have a very wrong picture of God. There's a, there's a, for the Christmas type of God, which is an imagination. What God does in your life is what is based on what you have done to Him. And I'm, I'm not talking about Judgment Day. I'm talking about normal here on earth. You draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. You don't draw near to me, I'm far from you. So you see that I'm far from God. Not because God doesn't like me. But he's watching me to see whether I want to be near him or I don't want to be near him. Draw near to me and I will draw near to you. So you determine the distance between you and God. No, no, don't clap. I'm just asking, what is the distance between you and God now? Is it five meters? Is it five inches? Is it five kilometers? What's the distance? That distance is your creation. It's not God's creation. I will honor them that honor me. So you see, God is honoring this one. It's not honoring this one. Why? God likes women in African print. No. He is honoring her because she honors him. So God does to you what you do to him. Hardly does God make the first move. Hardly does he make the first move. Hardly. Most of his moves are based on your move. You make the move and he moves. You see him blessing somebody. And you say, God just lets you for the Christmas, he just goes. No. You see him blessing somebody because that person moved first to serve him. Ye shall serve. Exodus 23-25 and then he, so you see that he's, he's not blessing this one, he's blessing this one why? because he likes what? and go on, read your Bible, you see all the things God does for people is because of what they did first what they did first is there a curse on your life? God is not cursing you. God is not cursing you. One day I was with a, a mother. She was cursing her son. I was begging her, don't do that. And she was still cursing. But later on I realized I was helpless. So I kept quiet. 
And I realized that what the woman is doing, cursing her son, is even useless. <laughs> it, it, won't, it won't do much. Cursing your son will not do much. The curses are already arranged. You, she doesn't need to speak it. By what he has done. Whether the, the mother is quiet or she talks. She has already hit the first standing domino. And the domino effect alone requires that all the pieces will fall. Whether she is quiet. Some of you, some things, you know, you've treated people in a certain way, they are quiet. Have you ever heard him say something about your behavior? He's quiet. He doesn't need to speak. He that repaired evil with good, or good with evil, evil shall never depart from his house. So, if I did you good, and you pay me with evil, I don't need to say anything to you. The laws of God are already standing. You serve God. We don't need to say God bless you. You are blessed already. But there is a day. That one is not on earth. There is a day. When you stand before God in judgment. When you stand before God, this law I'm talking about is called the law of reciprocity. The law of what? Reciprocity. Not reprehensible. Reciprocity. The law of what? Yes. You do. You suck. A diplomat from my embassy. You sack one, I sack two. It's a, it's a law. It's a diplomatic law. You drive my envoy out of your country, I drive your envoy out of my country. It's a lot of things happening on earth are God's divine arrangement. Now, now on that day, the law of reciprocity will not be in the favor of some of you. Because while you were on earth, you were ashamed of him. You never spoke to anybody about Christ. You will discuss politics. You will discuss apple. You will discuss anything except Jesus. So when you also stand before him, you did not testify about him to the world. He will also not testify about you to the father. You do me, I do you. Believe it. It's in the Bible. But the problem with this one, this Mark 838 is that you can't rewrite the exam.
once Jesus denies you, it's over. Better start talking to him on earth. Better start talking to him. Because there are many things you can do again. Ideal college. How can you fail? How can you fail? But Mark 838, there's no remedial. There's no ideal college. He denies you that the next is, and Peter is a fisherman. He will drag you to hell. When you start, you get two slaps, you'll be quiet. Because Jesus himself says, he doesn't know you. How many of you are believing God to have Jesus deny you on that day? Oh, why were you raising your hand? Now, I'm asked, I said, how many of you are believing God to have Jesus deny you on that day? About you are raising your hand. Are you going to receive? Receive what? Wait till I finish. How many of you are believing God to have Jesus testify about you to the Father that this guy, I know him. This guy testified about me to friends. He testified about me to his relatives. He spoke about me to his classmates. Lift your hands and tell the Lord, Father, from today, I'll testify. I'll testify. Pray. I'll testify, Lord. I'll testify. I want to testify about I'll you. I'll testify. Makata mahonda la baba. I want to speak to somebody about Say ni ba ma 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 ma. On that day, I cannot afford it. It will be too expensive. It will be too expensive. Lift your hands and pray. I'll speak about you. I'll tell the world 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 about you. I'll testify. I'll speak. I'll declare Namasata Ramanima Sababakata Baba. Father, we thank you. We are ready. We are ready. We are ready. We are ready to go and tell somebody. We'll go. We'll go. I will go. Somebody is waiting. Somebody needs you. You saved me. To save someone, I will go. I will go. Father, we thank you for the privilege to represent you. Thank you. We'll go. We'll say. We'll speak. We'll testify. We'll share. We will not be silent. Silence is not golden at this time. Silence is not golden at this time. Silence is not golden at this time. Silence is not golden. As every head is bowed, every eye closed, I can't be silent. If you are here this morning and you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, you want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. 
I want to surrender my life to the Lord. I want to know him as my Lord. I want to know him as my Savior. Pastor, please pray for me. I need Jesus. I can't die and go to hell. I want to be a child of God. If you are here and you want to surrender your life to Jesus Christ, please lift your right hand. I'm going to pray. Yes, lift it high. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. Lift your hand high. I see your hand. I see your hand. Lift it high. I can see it. I can see your hand. You are about to take the most important decision of your life. All time. The all time best decision is what you are about to do. Every other decision will be based on this. You want to receive Jesus? You want to bow your knee to the Lord? You want to say, Jesus, I need you. I want you to be my master. Lift your hands. I want to pray for you right now. Lift your hand wherever you are. I see your hand. I see your hand. If your hand is up, if your hand is up, I want you to leave where you are and come to me in front here. Come here. Meet me here. Come here. Take your book. Take your Bible. Take your bag. And come to me here. Come to me here. Clap your hands for them. They are coming. Come on. Come running. Come to Jesus. God bless you, sir. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Clap your hands for them. His grace will be your God bless you. His love will flow freely. It will provide you. Somebody needs Jesus. Come to him. Clap your hands for Jesus. They are coming. Come on and run. They are coming. They are coming. Come to Jesus. Is calling. His grace will be your covering. His love will flow freely. It will provide your healing. Come running to that mercy. See. You want to close your eyes and lift your hands in front here. Lift your hand in front. And I want you to say this prayer from your heart. But say it after me. Say, close your eyes and say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Today. Today. I realize I am a sinner. I realize I am a sinner. I've gone far from you. I've gone far from you. I've lived my own life. Lived my own life. I've lived in sin. I've lived in sin. My soul is dirty. My soul is dirty. Please receive Please me. Receive. Please wash my sins. Please wash my sins. I want to be your child. 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 I want you to be my father. I want you to be my father, my master, my master. From today, from today, I've turned my back to the world. I've turned my back to the world. I will live for you. I will live for you. I will follow you. I will follow you. I will obey you. I will obey you. Thank you for my salvation. Thank you 
my salvation. This is the beginning. This is the beginning. I'm going to walk in you. I'm going to walk in you. I'm going to grow in you. I'm going to grow in you. And I'm going to bear fruits in you. I'm going to bear fruits in you. I thank you, Heavenly Father. I thank you, Heavenly Father. For my life. For my life. For this new life. For this new life. For my salvation. For my salvation. I thank you. I thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. My prayer for you is that as you have received Christ, you will walk in Him. This prayer is the beginning. It's not all of it. It's just the beginning of a journey. And I've got our pastor. You see the woman who is waving her hand? The lady waving her Can you see her? Yes. She has a team who will help you. They will teach you. They will visit you. And they will generally help you to grow as a believer. I, I, I want you to be serious with this. And understand that if you play with this decision, you are going to go back to the world. And your latter end will be worse than how you are now. The enemy is very wicked. Very wicked. So I need you to come with me. Come, come. Clap your hands for them. His grace will be your covering. His blood will flow freely. Those online, there's a number on the screen. Call somebody. You'll be counseled. You will have a friend. And somebody will come into your life and help you to grow. Clap your hands for them. Come running, come running to that mercy seat where Jesus Keep clapping your hands is calling. He said he'll be your covering. His blood will flow freely. It will provide the healing. Come running to that mercy seat. I, I, I saw a lot of hands receiving a blessing from the Lord. I guess I'm going to ask you to lift your hands and receive a blessing. But before we do so, I want us to take our communion. Let's come to the Lord's table. Because the cup we are about to drink is called the cup of blessing. Take it, this is my body which was broken for you drink this is my blood which was shed for you whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood shall have eternal life for my flesh is meat indeed and my blood is drink indeed have a blessing which we bless is the communion of the blood of Christ. 
every bread which we break is the communion of the body of Christ. Oh, this is the holy meal, the meal of It's a holy meal. Pray, pray, it's a holy meal. Pray. It will sustain you. It will make you whole. It will make you whole. It will give you life. When I see the blood, it's a Passover meal. When I see the blood, we eat it fast. I will pass over you, and death passes over us. When I see the blood, when I see the blood, lift your bread. Say, this is the body of Christ. Say, I'm a part of the body of Christ. My blessings are in the body of Christ. Say, I'll be a part of the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. As I eat it, I'm fused to the body. I'm healed. I'm blessed. I'm strong. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Let's eat it. When I see the blood, that precious blood of Jesus Christ, yeah, I will pass over you, pass over you, I'll pass over you, oh, yeah. When I see the blood, oh, when I see, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. Lift your cup. Say for power. For power. For power. For power. For escapes. For escapes. For deliverance. For deliverance. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. It is my portion. It is my portion. Say, I believe in the blood of Jesus. I believe in the blood of Jesus. I believe in the power in the blood. I believe in the power in the blood. As I drink it. As I drink it. I walk into blessings. I walk. Blessings this week. Blessings this week. Wickedness cannot harm me. Wickedness cannot harm me. Evil cannot touch my life. Evil cannot touch my I'm life. I'm protected. I'm protected. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. Let's drink it. Jesus. Oh, oh, yeah. When I see the blood. Oh, when I see, when I see, when I see the blood. Lift your hands now. I saw it clearly. Hands were lifted. And they were receiving a blessing. So receive a blessing. As we prepare to go home. Go blessed. Wherever you came from. May you be counted among the blessed ones there. May you not be counted among the accursed. Be blessed. Blessings on your water. Blessings upon your bread. Blessings upon your home. Blessings upon your life. Blessings upon your body. Blessings upon everything you do. Receive a blessing now. Receive a blessing now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated.